This is 89.1 WEMU, and we once again bring you a conversation on the climate crisis and local efforts to deal with it. I'm David Fair, and at some point in the not-so-distant future, voters in Ann Arbor are likely to be asked to invest in the city's efforts to do its part. Mayor Christopher Taylor has put before City Council the Community Climate Action Millage Plan for consideration. It is still being worked on. If ultimately approved, it would ask city residents to approve a one mil increase in property taxes that would be levied for a period of 20 years. That would raise somewhere between $130 and $150 million in total. Mayor Taylor, thanks for taking the time today. It's my pleasure to be here. Why, in your estimation, is this the right time to put forth a climate tax proposal? Well, I'd say it's uh, it's far from the right time. It should have been done years ago. Uh, the bottom line is is that we uh, we have a climate crisis. It's been uh, it's plain and obvious to all who see it. It's been declared at least locally by the uh, by the city council, and we uh, we need to do everything we can to bring uh, to bring our community down to uh, to net zero. And well, it was in November of 2019 that Ann Arbor City Council did declare their climate emergency and has set forth the ambition plan you re- you referred to uh, to become carbon neutral by the year 2030. Would that goal be possible based on what you know today without a significant infusion of money like the proposed tax would put into the city coffers? Absolutely not. Uh, it's uh, it's critical that the uh, that the municipal organization, the city, have both the uh, uh, the, the the staff necessary to uh, to to run programs and the funding necessary to uh, to implement the programs. Um, resources are uh, additional resources uh, are and have always been known to be necessary to achieve both those goals. This proposal also comes at a time when the Biden administration is taking more proactive measures to better address the climate crisis and its growing impacts on communities around the country. We've seen plenty of that in Washington and Wayne counties of late. How do you envision a local levy working in concert with state and federal investments into cutting emission of greenhouse gases and moving toward that carbon neutrality? Well, the, uh, a, a, a local uh, community climate action millage will focus on local programs. It will focus on uh, building city staff and implementing direct to resident programs to, uh, to, you know, to, to improve their, uh, the, to reduce their carbon footprint and, and improve energy efficiency, improve uh, local uh, recycling and composting efforts and so forth. Uh, you know, the, the program the, and monies that we'll be getting from the federal government, if, if all comes to pass, um, well, it's not yet fully formed. It's not you know, fully visualized, and we don't know exactly what it will entail. Um, and we also don't know the duration of, of those programs. Um, we do know that uh, we in Ann Arbor have our A20 plan. That A20 plan is, uh, is, is developed and, and strategic, and it provides us a path to get to community-wide carbon neutrality. Um, and, you know, we need the resources to do it. 89.1 WEMU's Issues of the Environment Conversation with Ann Arbor Mayor Christopher Taylor continues. And Mr. Mayor, I'm sure you know, asking voters for a 20-year tax commitment is a big deal. People want to know how that money will be put to use. And obviously things will change over two decades and priorities will be altered year after year. But do you have an initial spending priority that has been included in the potential tax proposal? Uh, yes, that's absolutely we absolutely do, and we've been working, uh, of course, with uh, with community experts and environmental justice leaders, uh, and we will have a, a use resolution 
uh, which will come before council when the ballot does ballot proposal does come before council to explain with a fair bit of uh, of, uh, of detail the categories into which we will be um, you know, taking taking millage funded action. With particularity, it'll be things along the lines of uh, year-round composting and recycling, uh, the you know, proliferation of neighborhood and community solar, uh, working on energy efficiency, particularly uh, for uh, for low-income uh, residents. Uh, so much of the, you know that's really where a lot of low-hanging fruit is. Uh, the increase uh, support for electrification of uh, of our infrastructure. These are some of the areas in which we're going to take action. I know that uh, you're always looking for best practices and perhaps a manner in which to study what others have done. Boulder, Colorado is another community that has a voter-approved climate tax in place. Its measure uh, taxes residents and businesses based on the amount of electricity they use. Have you had conversations with some of the elected leaders and experts in Boulder about their climate action program and maybe learn from what we can take away and apply here? Uh, you know, I have not personally. I do know that you know our our, our staff that through the the office of uh, of OSI, the Office of Sustainability and Innovation, uh, works a great deal with uh, with you know other uh, experts throughout the country. Uh, you know, the uh, the regulatory structure is is very different from state to state. What uh, what works like a dream in uh, in one location and in one environment um, is is nigh impossible. Uh, in another, and so you know, we have to work with the you know, with with the resources that, that that we have. That is including the the local resources that we hope to raise uh, through a community climate action village, but also we uh, need to work in the in the regulatory environment that uh, that, that Michigan presents us with. So, you know, we'll be trying to to, to thread that balance. And one of the things that happens when you move even within the state of Michigan, community to community with different regulations and guidelines, is that there is not unanimity in how to proceed forward. So thinking on a more regional basis is often a better practice. Over the years, many have put forth in Michigan the concept of a user tax, that if you drive 40 miles to work, perhaps a higher tax rate should be applied than for those who rarely drive or choose to either walk, cycle, or use public transportation even the idea of toll roads has been floated, and of course that would involve the state. Does any of that figure into your vision of our local transportation and energy future, or do you not have that luxury? Uh, well, we are we are not uh, we don't have that, uh, that that's that's not part of our regulatory plan. You know, we do not have the ability uh, to levy you know local sales taxes, local mileage taxes, local gas taxes, commuter taxes, and so forth. You know, we're going to be uh, focusing on uh, on what we can do here. Um, and that is, you know, we can ask the voters to support a community climate action millage to promote, uh, you know, resident-facing programs, uh, programs that will uh, save residents money that will uh, move us towards our, our carbon neutrality goal. Um, and that's going to be what, uh, what, what I hope to achieve with, uh, with, with the millage. Once again, we're talking with Ann Arbor Mayor Christopher Taylor. He's our guest for 89.1 WEMU's Issues of the Environment this week. And through the course of history, national and local, there has been inequity in the manner in which public monies are dispersed. It has contributed to segregation in our communities, to an increasing wealth gap, food deserts, and environmental and public health issues. How would this proposal assure equitable outcomes and avoid the trappings of some old and systemic prejudices? That's a great question, and it's absolutely critical and central to the A20 program. You know, we uh, we are moving forward with great intentionality. You know, collaborating 
uh, with environmental justice leaders uh, listening where to uh, to the sorts of uh, to, to their advice and recommendations and and responses to programs that are envisioned so that we make sure that they are um, that they are equity facing. You know, by way of example, um, as I described, energy efficiency is a great way uh, to, uh, to to uh, to support uh, low income residents. Uh, examples of uh, distribution of trees. You know, we uh, we want to play, plant 10,000 more trees in Ann Arbor, and there are some parts of our city that are are, are blessed with a, 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 an old canopy, uh, and that provides great benefits to those locations. And there are others, uh, and it won't surprise you to learn in some of our uh, less affluent areas where uh, the tree canopy is not so developed. It's absolutely critical that when we as a municipal organization go out and and strategize about where we're going to take action, that we take equity into account, that we do that absolutely every single day. Now, there has been a lot of confidence expressed that once finalized and put forth that uh, the voters of Ann Arbor will support this measure. There was, I believe, a desire to get council to approve the Community Climate Action Millage Plan in time for it to make this November's ballot. Where does that process stand right now? Yeah, we're going to be looking. I I, I share that confidence. I uh, talk to people every day. Um, about uh, you know their hopes and dreams for the city and you know how they how they view the city's place in in you know the state and the country and and um, and we all know that uh, that carbon neutrality is a is a goal that we must achieve. They all know that uh, that we need to take climate action. We need to take it yesterday, and they know that Ann Arbor needs to play a role. Um, I'm going to be looking forward to bringing this uh, bringing this measure to council and. Uh, Bring it to a ballot in 2022, where we can, you know, talk with with precision and detail about the sorts of things that we will be uh, implementing in the event that the the voters pass the millage. It's really important that we we make that connection for people that it is very clear to folks. And you know, a ballot measure in 2022 will give us the opportunity to do so. We know that November general elections typically have higher turnout, but there are an, uh, an election in the spring and another in August of next year. Do you have a preference as to where it would appear? At this point, no, we're still working those sorts of things out. What's going to be important is that we uh, make sure that residents understand what uh, what we're asking of them. They understand the benefits uh, to them uh, to themselves personally for at to the A20 program and the sorts of things that the millage will fund. And once we, we make that case to voters, once they understand the programs that it will uh, allow us to implement, um, I'm pretty confident that uh, that they're going to prove it hands down. Well, between now and then, we'll have plenty of opportunity to talk again about what exactly this plan does include and where we're headed from there. Absolutely. That is Ann Arbor Mayor Christopher Taylor filling us in on a potential 20-year one-mill tax to fund the ongoing effort to combat the climate crisis. For more information on the Community Climate Action Millage Plan, visit our webpage at wemu.org, and we'll have all the information and links you need. Issues of the Environment is produced in partnership with the Office of the Washtenaw County Water Resources Commissioner, and you hear it every Wednesday. I'm David Fair, and this is 89.1 WEMU-FM and WEMU-HD1 Ypsilanti.